0: sure wasn't easy making it back, uh, harder than I thought, but um, I'm here now and I, I feel 100% feel the best I've felt since, uh, since I've been here, so that's good.
1: That was Oklahoma tight end Austin Stalkner, talking about his status after enduring a strange and painful injury last season. Today, we discuss Stalkner's journey back to the football field and get a magnified look at his hard-fought battle. We're joined by Sooners beat writer Ryan Aver, who gives his insight on how Stogner went from a near-season in an injury to catching a pass in the cotton Bowl. This is that story. I'm James D. Jackson, and this is the Oklahoma Sports Insider. Sounds good. So, Ryan, Austin Stogner's health issues started with a leg injury against Kansas that... Many thought wouldn 't keep him on the sidelines for too long. I mean what was that injury what What happened on that play? Yeah, it was sort of a, a freak deal. Uh, it didn 't look like
2: that big of an injury when it happened. He just uh, took a helmet to the thigh during the the Kansas game last year and knocked him out of that that game. but even after that lincoln Riley said out oh, it 's uh, not that big a deal he 's going to be back uh, fairly quickly but uh, over the next 48 hours after taking that hit from a, a Kansas a defensive back, uh, things got really, really serious really quickly uh,
1: for Austin Stogner. Yeah, you speak on that seriousness. Uh, his leg injury wasn't the end of his struggles. What else happened as Stogner was trying to recover from the injury to his leg?
2: Yeah, Austin Stogner had, had uh, a strep throat the week leading up to it, and he said it was bothering him and he, he knew it was there, but he had tested negative for COVID, so he didn't really want to say anything.
0: Going into it, I knew I was, I knew I had strep. I just didn't tell anybody just because I wanted to play in the game.
2: Um, and, and then uh, apparently when uh, the, the injury happened and, and that internal bleeding from uh, the hit uh, to the leg happened, the uh, bacteria, the, the strep bacteria... Uh, that was uh, that we all know about, you know, making your throat feel feel awful. Mm-hmm. Sort of attacked uh, that blood and, and got in there uh, and, and led to a really, really serious condition. He he said he was fine that Saturday night after the game. He uh, you know had had dinner. I was fine. I was eating pizza with my dad and my brother. Um, and then the next morning woke up, went g- got treatment. At OU's facility, and then went back, and he said he was just felt tired at that point, mm-hmm. but wasn't anything just overly concerning, uh, you know, outside of just the normal pain in his leg that he knew about. But then, as the night went on, got more and more uh,
0: tired, and just felt like something was really, really wrong. I called Chris, uh, I Watson, the trainer, like nine. I was like, dude, I don't feel good. Got a, a strep test, tested
2: positive. Uh, they took him home, and then things just kept getting worse.
0: I usually never get fever. I had like 103 fever, uh, test positive for strep. Knee was hurting bad, but not too bad. Um, I mean, it was hurting awful, but it wasn't horrible. Uh, it
2: was only at an like hour and a half or two after mm-hmm. uh, calling the, the trainer to get that uh, test that he called and said, hey, I need to go to the hospital.
0: It's like 10.30 at this time, and I can't even function, talk, or anything. It becomes pretty
2: clear pretty quickly that it was something much more than just
0: a a thigh injury Mm -hmm. and strep throat. During that time that's like the worst pain I've ever felt like in that car like I couldn't even it was bad but he's he he brought me up to the hospital he's calling the doctors and then and I talked to the doctors like when I get there like you gotta knock me out like this is I'm, (laughs) I'm going through it right now.
1: That was leading him to where he was. This
0: is such a weird injury and situation. Uh, No one's really had that injury since, uh, like, no one really does have that injury, uh, strep infection. So how does Stogner overcome
1: something like that? There's so much going wrong at this point. How was he able to come back from that?
2: Right. The the biggest thing is one. Once they finally figured out what what the issue was,
0: ran some tests. The pain went through for a couple, three days. Just just excruciating pain. That it
2: was the strep. Uh, attacking things because they were able to get him on some pretty heavy dose antibiotics that he said just really made it difficult for him to function, but at the same time was helping to clear that infection
0: up. And then once they got that out, it wasn't the pain, the horrible pain was gone, but there's still pain there. So I kinda, that's when I kinda took the hump when I had that surgery. Uh, Lost about 35
2: pounds fairly quickly.
0: Oh, wow. Um, When I came out of the hospital, I didn't immediately weigh, like when I came out of the hospital, I was just like, I was way too scared to get on this scale. I knew it wasn't good. So I waited about two weeks. It's crazy
2: to think uh, think that he could have lost that much uh, that quickly, but that's, that's what an infection that, of that seriousness will do to you. Um, and it was just really focusing on that, focusing on getting back. It uh, took him quite a while for even playing to be a, a possibility again, but sort of focused on the bowl game and, and wanting to get back for that uh, to prove uh, to himself as much as to other people that he could do that and, and battle back.
0: Getting back to 100% after that. It was uh, it was tough, ups and downs. He said it took a lot of eating, a lot of peanut butter jelly, a lot of a lot of milk. He said I I
2: never want to never want to eat another one of those again. <laughs> Although he had, uh, I will say he made the right choice. Somebody asked him what what his uh, go to jelly flavor was. I would go with the grape jelly.
0: It can't you can't beat it.
2: Which is uh, <laughs> the way to go in my mind. Mm-hmm. But he said he never wanted to eat another one of those again. Just try to get get some of that weight back on, and said, hey. You know at, at that point it's just about
0: put the clay on and then you're able to you know mold it
2: once it's there rather than trying to worry about good weight bad weight
0: mm-hmm.
2: all of that stuff uh, initially and somehow was able to make it back uh, for for the cotton bowl uh, a little bit surprisingly given how serious things were just uh, really less than two months before that mm-hmm.
0: but he was able to do that the day after the big 12 was like my first day like running on routes or whatever.
2: That really spurred him in the off season to, to
0: continue uh, to improve and, and get better. And But I'd say like start of the summer, I kind of, you know, took a different approach with like knowing my body.
2: Now, here we are, uh, you know, eight months after his in- initial injury uh, there in, in early November. and. Um, he, he said he's back to 100% and, and feeling as good as he has at any time during his tenure.
1: That's, that's a remarkable story. I mean, Just for those who haven't followed Stogner's journey, how did he get to OU and become one of the better tight ends and receivers?
2: Yeah, Stogner was—his uh, his dad played at Baylor, so certainly had a, a big uh, football background. There, uh, but a star at Prestonwood Christian down in the Dallas area, and was a part of that big time recruiting class a couple years ago in 2019. With not only Spencer Rattler, quarterback, three five star receivers, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know Sogner, I think, got a little bit overlooked initially in that group, but. Uh, Made a big impression uh, in 2019 as a freshman, as a guy that reminded a lot of people about Mark Andrews, Mm -hmm. with the the versatility that that he brought to that spot. I I think certainly he's a little bit different build-wise. Uh, than Mark Andrews but there's certainly a lot of similarities and he was able to break out and and be a contributor uh, right off the bat there as a freshman a couple years ago with just uh, seven catches uh, for 66 yards but scored a couple touchdowns he was a
1: uh, a
2: red zone type of guy Mm -hmm. and that really blossomed last year when he became one of Spencer
1: Rattler's favorite targets it's good to see him you know fully back and 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 happy and just Ready, happy to be out there and running full speed and not worrying about, you know, his leg or anything like that. So it's, it's good to see him making full speed cuts and going up and catching the ball like he did back in the day. But i, I say he's up to speed and even better.
2: And he's a guy who uh, has a chance to grow uh, quite a bit and, and be be a guy who, one, uh, is a big time contributor on this team, but also has a chance to, to play uh, well beyond uh, OU. Mm
1: hmm. Hey Ryan, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, absolutely, thanks for having
1: me on. We'll be right back.
0: You don't love something until you know it's gone. Till it's gone. So um, just like very much more grateful, kind of taught me a lot on the mental side of the game. Uh, I was able to take a step back and look what I've done, how I get there, and um, you know, just making it back, just because I know how hard it was to make it back, it wasn't easy. And so now that I've made it back, I know, nothing stopping me now
1: if you've enjoyed this podcast or Ryan Abrams coverage of Austin Stogner's story visit the Oklahomans website and consider subscribing or download the app to get your news on the go I'm sure you'll find something that you like I'm James D. Jackson and this has been the Oklahoman Sports Insider talks